19. Alive with a happiness that had been rapidly extinguished, brimming with an enthusiasm that was not required. She remembered passing the North Lodge in the old Landau on the very first day, the large carriage dipping and rolling as it turned the corner of the drive, and Rutherford had come into view, with its towers, mullioned windows, and barley twist chimneys looking so ravishingly pretty in the afternoon sunshine. Octavia unconsciously straightened her shoulders. Of course, it was impossible to go outside. One would hardly be expected to, unless there were a shooting party or one was dressed to walk, as she sometimes did in the spring or summer. Besides which, it would not be seemly for the wife of the eighth earl to run, and she certainly could not go to listen to the talk among the servants. Still, it was unreal. The huge tree lying broken-backed, the silence of the snow for miles beyond, the ghostly atmosphere of the day. She had once dreamed, not long after Harry had been born, that all of Rutherford had vanished. She had dreamed that the grounds had fluttered for a brief second and were suddenly gone. The glasshouses, the lake, the long drive to the edge of the hills, gone in an instant, shut up in a breath, eclipsed in one long, suffocating sigh. She wondered why she thought of that now. It was Christmas Eve, 1913. The house was entertaining for the next four days. As the mistress of the house, she ought to be too busy for such fantasies. She turned back and looked at the room, frowning and calculating. There were sixteen guests coming in all, a rather small house party, but she preferred to have simply friends at Christmas, for there were too many formal parties to host during the rest of the year. She had no doubt that the stoical little steam train would run from Wasthwaite along the valley, but she wondered about the horses struggling along the country road to the house. There was no possibility, surely, of the Napier or the Mets going out in this weather. The Napier was temperamental at best, the wheels would slither down the incline to the gates, and as for the Mets, it had been a whim to occupy Harry, to distract the boy from his perpetual obsession with air flight. The Mets was a little green roadster, hardly capable of battling through snow. However, no doubt William would insist upon his Napier, for to the horror of the staff, he enjoyed driving it himself and had an enormous fur driving coat, a box-like monument of a coat, that he would wrap himself in today. The drive would be cleared, the lane, the hill, four miles of snow. William would set the ground staff to it, four miles. Eight more guests to add to those already here. Two more trains, Charlotte and Louisa returning on the same afternoon train, and Hélène de Montfort before luncheon. Oh, Lord, she murmured. There was a knock on the door. Amelie ran to answer it, but Octavia already knew who it would be. There was no mistaking the thunderous three raps. My Lord, Amelie murmured, as Octavia's husband was admitted. William Cavendish looked uncomfortable in the yellow and white upholstered sanctum that was Octavia's room, but then he always did. He walked stiffly over to her and gave his wife a small, dry kiss on the cheek. He smelled of shaving soap and, rather more distantly, of dog, his spaniel, Hegarty, 
slept in his room. William's suite was far more Spartan than hers, and Octavia rarely trespassed upon it. Painted blue with plain furnishings, it was startlingly male, with its hunting prints on the wall and the costly landseer that he had told her was far too sentimental, but which he had bought all the same. Leaning towards her now, William seemed almost loath to bend. He was a tall, broad man. Will you come to breakfast? he asked. She raised an eyebrow. Have you come to ask me? Dearest, how romantic. William did not return her smile. He merely indicated the presence of Amelie with a glance. Leave us, Octavia instructed. The maid vanished, carrying the unwanted tea tray, closing the bedroom door behind her. Are you ill? No, not at all, she said. Why?